When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Truth That Heals podcast. I am your host, Ryan Anthony Hernandez. For the past few months, I have been busy reading books, reading memoirs, preparing questions for interviews, preparing my face to be on YouTube. And to be honest with everyone, there is a lot of fear behind the work that I do. There is a lot of fear that I'm going to fail and fail miserably. And one of the things that we learned in the group that that I was in, and, you know, for the ex-members from, from this group, and even from other cults, you might relate. They would tell us that if you leave, you're going to be a curse. They would tell us that if you leave them, you're going to be a curse. And they will tell us that we won't fit in the world because God will make us a misfit. I know that there are many people out there who were not in the same group that I was in. But by reading their memoirs, I have learned that they also heard those same ideas. That without them, God isn't going to love you. That without them, God isn't going to bless you. Or that without them, your life is going to suck. Man, those thoughts just plagued my mind. And every time I have to press record, there's that fear of failure. There's that fear that... I'm going to be offending God. Or there's that fear up to now that I'm doing something wrong. And then putting myself on YouTube, so frightening to see my face there. And then I have flashbacks to all the fat shaming, the fat jokes that there would be in the homilies or in the communities. And so those things stay in the mind, but I no longer want to be shackled to those ideas that without them, I'm nothing. I believe that anyone can do something amazing in life. Anyone can do something great and heroic. And maybe for some listeners, me putting myself on YouTube or my voice on a podcast isn't heroic. But for me, that is the most heroic thing that I can do. So I just wanted to start this episode addressing 
the difficulties that come after leaving a cult. But I truly believe that everyone deserves healing. Healing from those broken promises. Healing from those abusive things that they made us do either to ourselves or to others, all of that manipulation and gaslighting, all of that humiliation. I believe that healing is a right. But that's the idea for this podcast. That's the goal that I have. But as time goes on, you know, it it starts to evolve. So it first started out with doing blogs, and then it started out to recording my voice. And then it started with me putting myself on YouTube, then having interviews. So it's been a journey. I just opened the door, and man, so many more doors are opening. And, and it it gets more and more frightening. But then when I read those memoirs, when when I read books like by uh, Daniela Young, Uncultured and Her Bravery, it's like, damn, you get inspired. And that's what I hope to give to the listeners, a bit of inspiration, a bit of hope that all those things that happened in in the abusive environment or cult or abusive relationship that doesn't have to define us. And I strongly believe that we can, that we all deserve the right to seek healing. So that was just um, the introduction that I wanted to just get off of my chest before actually diving into the actual content of today's episode. So today's episode is going to be more geared towards those who were in the group that I was in. It's going to be more, you know, it's going to be discussing more Catholic themes. So if you're not Catholic or if you're not interested, you can go ahead and skip this. But if you would like to listen, then um, you're free to stay and and listen to the rest of this episode. Something that I want to start doing, and I'm going to start today, is talking about some of the Catholic confusion that we had in this group, because we looked upon Father Bing and the leaders whom he put in place. We saw them as a, a good authority. However, there were so many points in our journey, and I say our because there were a bunch of us who had so many questions, and yet every time we would bring questions up, those questions wouldn't be answered or we were told to, to be quiet. Or sometimes the answers to our questions weren't really satisfactory, but you just had to go with it. So the thing with the founder, Father Bing, and I pray for the guy. <laughs> I have no hate, but yeah, I sure do pray for him. Anyways, 
He's a canon lawyer. So we don't know anything. We're just members. And unfortunately, every time there was a question, the answer would be canon law. And there was a specific canon law that he would quote, or there's a line from canon law. And I'll just read the English part. It is uh, canon 1752, which is the salvation of souls, which must always be the supreme law in the church, is to be kept before one's eyes. So anytime you, you say something, hey, yeah, uh, uh, why are we doing missions over here? Or why is this happening? Or why are we hiding from the bishops? Any question. Salvation of souls. The highest law. So if, if the bishops are persecuting us. I already, already pause right there. If the bishops or the priests are persecuting us. So there is this persecution complex. That is put in place. On all the members, you know, once you join, once you're in, you know, they give you this persecution complex that everyone is out to get you. And then they'll say, if those bishops or priests are out to are, are, are out to get us, we have to remember the highest law is the salvation of souls. So we're not going to follow everything that they say because the highest law is salvation of souls. And since you're not a canon lawyer, you just shut up and you just follow what they're saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, I think the bishop kicked us out. So why are we still staying in this diocese? The highest law is the salvation of souls. And you had this charismatic voice. And it wasn't just him. You know, even, even the other um, leaders whom we put in, in positions, they would echo the same thing. The highest law is salvation of souls. I remember once in the Philippines, someone asked, hey, how about the uh, underage members? Doesn't uh, Canon Law say that, you know, you're supposed to at least be an adult or something, or at least for like the novitiate be like 18 years old? And I remember looking at the members there, and I think some were like 15 or 16. And the response was, oh, the salvation of souls. You know, we're doing this, you know, to save their soul. We're, we're protecting them from sinning. So, But now the reason why I'm addressing this is because we all had questions. Are we bending the rules here? Is this really, in fact, what canon law had in mind to bend the rules for the purpose of "quote unquote" salvation of souls, so I wanted to. I'm going. I'm not no scholar, but hey, now that I'm not there, we freaking have access to books. So I'm going to share with you a little bit more context. So if you get your canon law, you're going to see in Book Seven under Processes, Part Five, it says the method of proceeding in administrative recourse and in the removal uh, or transfer of pastors. So that, that quote already um, from Canon 1752 is in reference to transferring or uh, ousting pastors. 
removing pastors. Hello, everyone. Ryan Anthony Hernandez here. And if you enjoy listening to the Truth That Heals podcast, and if you've seen all of the work that I put in and you would like to support, I do have a Patreon. It's not a lit page just yet, but I'm working very hard to hopefully make it a much more exciting Patreon. However, if you would like to assist me to help all the work that I do, uh, you can check out my Patreon. And if you would like to be a member, that would help me out so much because there has there are a lot of hours that I put in doing the research, in doing the recordings. It's a lot of work and I don't really get paid for this. But if you would like to help, I do have a Patreon. And that is, which you can check out, is uh, www.patreon.com slash truth that heals podcast again that's patreon.com slash truth that heals podcast all of your assistance contributions really helps me out in paying gas and paying bills and being able to you know pay for the zoom membership it's a lot of things that i'm i'm doing and your assistance really helps me to keep going forward so thank you very much and Have a good day. But it says here from Canon 1740 to 1752. I'm going to try to make this simple. I can't, I can't go too damn deep, but it's talking about the removal or, and the transfer of pastors. And so he got this one little line, the salvation of souls. That's the highest law to permit him as the founder to do whatever he wants. But the context of this in this, in this area is regarding the pastors and, you know, dealing with them like for bishops. And it's funny because he's been removed so many times and yet he still is able to bend the rules so that he can do whatever the hell he wants pretty much because, all right, let's look at Dover, Delaware. Again, the bishop said, you guys need to get out of here. I'm removing the faculties of of the priests, of the the apostles of the two hearts. Father Bing, all y'all, I'm removing your faculties so you can no longer hear confessions. You can no longer have mass. You are no longer to have the blessed sacrament in the houses. And what what did the community do? No, they pretend, oh, we don't know. You know, we're we're playing blind. And yet they would have priests go there in Dover, Delaware, dressed as normal people because they're the highest law is a salvation of souls. And I have to bring this up because they taught us. Yeah, if you're listening, I'm talking to you. Father Bing and everyone else there, all your leaders, you taught us to obey to the letter. You taught us to keep our mouths shut and do whatever we were told to do with punctuality, with swift swift execution of the tasks given to us. And we weren't allowed to question. We could clarify, quote-unquote, clarify 
but yeah, that that was bullshit. <laughs> you weren't really allowed to clarify. They'd call you out as uh, being um, a person in crisis, or they would label you as uh, low key being disobedient, or maybe they'd even say, "Oh, that person must be a spy." You know, all of these, all of these steps were put in place so that we obeyed them you know father being and it's it's hard because here we were trying to you know be good catholics some of us were trying to be hopefully one day missionaries or maybe priests some were trying to be good sisters good nuns you know we tried and then there is that confusion in the mind it's like who are we who are we gonna follow? Oh well, we gotta follow Father Bing because he says here that we're doing everything for the salvation of souls. And these bishops and all of them, they're all out to get us, they're all agents of Satan. So when I left that place and I came back home, and I remember my parents were like, Wait, let's let's go to church. There was that fear that Every other priest, every other religion, every other person was out to just destroy me. And everyone was judging me and everyone was an agent of Satan. So I was mad paranoid. And sometimes that paranoia still kind of, you know, sets in a little bit when I'm at a new church. Uh, but hey, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm being transparent because... I hope that me being transparent may perhaps, you know, uh, connect with someone. But going back to canon law, I want to start doing a few more episodes on canon law. I'm just bringing it up. I'm just bringing up the issues. But in future episodes, I want to talk about certain points in which I truly believe that canon law was violated. And the first one is, as I've mentioned before, is how they would use the salvation of souls to maliciously put us in this fear that anything that we do has to be an obedience to them. Because if, we, if we're to think on our own, if you're to do anything on your own, you're going against the highest law, the salvation of souls. So if they tell you to stay in the basement, like they told me, stay in the basement. And I remember I'm like, well, I mean, I think my vows are expired. No, you still got to obey. The highest law is the salvation of souls. So it really puts the person, it put me, in the position where I can no longer think. And if Father Bing is a canon lawyer, why on earth would he trick the members? You know, as a canon lawyer, as any lawyer, there is this responsibility to convey the truth. So yes, the highest law of the church is salvation of souls, but that doesn't give Father Bing or anyone else the green light to just bend the rules, especially when it comes to abuse or especially when it comes to all this 
power, hunger, and corruption. So I'm going to end it there. But in the next few episodes regarding canon law, I'm going to be discussing the abuse that they had towards their priest, forcing them to do way too many masses. We're going to be addressing a few other things, and I'm going to try to keep them short. So this is just a introduction. Uh, but if you have any things that you would like to be talked about regarding canon law, feel free to reach out to me, to message me. Because in the community, you are not allowed to really question. And if you do question, the, the answer they're going to give you is, well, salvation of souls. Which is stupid. Because it's it is not saving someone. It is abusing someone. It is abusing someone's desire to do good. Because when someone joins, you have a desire to be a better person, to do good things, and then they twist it around and they put you in a terrible position. A position which up to now, the dark moments are still plaguing me and I'm still fighting day after day to unshackle myself from those chains because those are heavy chains the chains of the mind are very heavy the chains that are wrapped around your emotions your heart they're very heavy but like i said i'm gonna keep on fighting not out of anger but because i truly believe that i deserve healing and that you the listeners if you have been wronged by anyone that you too deserve healing. I'm Ryan Anthony Hernandez, and you have been listening to the Truth That Heals podcast.